0: You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is Dan Baer's interview with the star for Silent Night, Joel Kinnaman. Shots fired, shots fired. All units, please respond.
2: Welcome everyone to the Next Best Picture podcast, where we are talking with Joel Kinnaman, the star of the new film, Silent Night. Joel, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey. Pleasure to be on. So I wanted to first ask, you know, like this is film from one of our major action directors, John Woo. How did you get involved with this film?
1: Well, it it started with the conversation that I had with uh, Basil Lewanek and Erica Lee, who are uh, the heads of uh, Thunder Road Pictures. We'd done a couple of films before and and wanted to find something more. And and Basil told me that, uh, like, I got this uh, John Woo movie and and he wants you to do the lead in it. And uh, the kicker is there's not one line of dialogue in the whole movie. And I was like, what? Say what? And uh, yeah, I read the script, and, and it was uh, it read incredibly well. It was super fast-paced, very emotional, and and it just like had this kind of beat, this cadence to it that was unrelenting. And uh, and actually, when I when I saw the film the first time, it was I was struck by it. It, it still had that same cadence. So so John really picked up on it. So you get this message from your these people that you're like, John Woo wants you for the lead
2: of this movie. What What is your thought process like when you hear that? What is
1: happening to my life, you know? <laughs> I definitely don't deserve it, but, uh, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> what were your expectations
2: about working with him, and how did that align with the reality once you got on set?
1: Well, I mean... Um... He has the nickname the master of the camera, and uh, and I quickly understood, you know, what, what what he was drawn to with with this project. You know, it, it's a, uh, I mean, the film is like this hard boiled, uh, you know, high octane, fast paced action movie. You know, a big part of the movie is like intense action, but then it also has, you know, these family moments, the setup that because there's no dialogue in this film, he doesn't need to, you know, film the person that's talking and then cut to filming the p- people that are listening. He could use, you know, the time to just design one beautiful shot that just, like, tells the whole story of that scene. So, you know, that part of the film becomes very cinematic and beautiful. And uh, and, and it's, it's a level of visual storytelling that's, like, unusual to see. Yeah, it's very
2: cool. You know, you you watch a movie like this and you don't almost don't even realize that there's no dialogue because it feels so so natural. You know, and obviously that's the sort of big deal, like the big hook of the movie. How did that affect your process for preparing to play this character at all?
1: It was, uh, you know, I had some friends that were like, ah, oh, so well, I guess, you know, we'll be able to hang out more. You know, you won't have to go home and learn your lines every night. And I'm like, no, that's <laughs> no. not what's going to happen. This is going to be intense. And and I actually, I didn't understand until we got going how demanding it was going to be. Um, you know, and the dialogue actually propels you into the emotion of the scene. I I hadn't really realized, but but the the, the dialogue actually helps you feel And then, and then also your voice, you know, you can modulate your voice. So it sounds like it has some emotion. So as an actor, like I'm getting into the weeds of sort of acting technique here, but as an actor, you can sort of, if you have a little emotion and then you can modulate your voice a little bit, you can't, you kind of get away with it. And then, you know, the bad version of it is, you know, what I call American whisper acting where, where it's like, how could you do this to me? I can't believe it. I'm I'm never going to forgive you. You can... <laughs> you know it's like it it's it's kind of bullshit, right? It's um it's all uh, it, it, there's no real emotion behind it and I realized really quickly here that uh, like there's no hiding. So I had to be there emotionally in every moment. So I I need I I was acting like a fucking psycho on set. I was like screaming and you know throwing chairs. I was breaking a lot of <laughs> furniture like before the camera was rolling. Um, oh no. <laughs> get the intensity up. Yes. Yeah, they they're not pleased. Uh, yeah, the the staging budget was uh, through the roof. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can imagine. And
2: what was it like Trying to build a relationship with uh, Catalina Sandino Moreno,
1: who plays your wife in the film, having to do that. Yeah, I mean, any I, dialogue. I, was, yeah, I, mean I, I was so lucky that that we got Catalina. I mean, I think she's like after after playing with her uh, and, and after seeing this film, I, I think she's one of the best actors in the world. I mean, like she is an absolute world, you know, world class, top shelf talent and And I was so grateful while we were in it, because these kind of scenes, you know, playing the you know, losing a child. it's the ultimate tragedy. um, it's the ultimate nightmare for for any parent. it's 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 reaching for emotions that are so deep and so desperate. um it's really, really difficult to to get there, to get to that kind of desperation and and portray that in some kind of truthful way. And to do that on your own or with even worse with someone that is like not really there um, and just kind of, you know, does it, you know, a little bit shallow or doesn't have the ability to get to those frequencies is really, really difficult. So I was, I was, I was so grateful when we were getting into these scenes that like she was like right there and, and, and really like, I would have not gotten to where I've gotten if it wasn't for her. She really like, yeah, she's 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 a massive talent. She's
2: incredible uh, in this movie, and just in general yeah. too. I think um, yeah. one of the joys of this movie is that we get to watch your character Brian train himself to be able to do pretty much everything, whether it's you know racing a car or shooting again Gotta or even a doing a pull up. Gotta have a montage. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, we watch the, the character train throughout all of this.
1: How many of the stunts in this movie did you actually do yourself? You know, first of all, like, I'm so happy I got a montage, you know, I've been (laughs) uh, been waiting my whole career for like a solid montage. Uh, I mean, this was a, this was a legit montage. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea, uh, we had a pretty worked out idea of how we wanted to, um, what tone we wanted the action to have. And, um, i was working with a lot of uh the the stunt guys that i was working with on this film is people i've worked with for several years over the course of several films and i was able to bring them to this film and um and me and and the the fight coordinator jeremy marinas uh who will be a great action director in his own right uh pretty soon i'm uh, i'm convinced we, we really wanted it, you know, because, uh, you know, Brian is not, God, like the, the, the character, he, he's, he's not an expert in any, you know, in anything. He's just a guy training himself in his garage and just filled with rage. So the way we wanted to make the action exciting was to make it really dirty and ugly and just gritty and messy, like real fights are. And it's really interesting when you're, you know that I. I this is why I, what I love about action is you know telling the story of those moments when you're actually fighting for your life, when you're fighting with someone that actually is trying to kill you, and 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 you know the the perception of time just really warps. And uh, you know anyone that's been in a fight or in a car crash, you know you know that the perception of time just really changes, and so much can happen in in just in a short period of time. And that's what we we're kind of trying to capture so what we did was we 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 didn't want it to look so choreographed so we did that we, we 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 choreographed these sort of anchor points in the fights you know there's a few moves you know a couple of things that happens and then you know maybe a throw or something but then how we get from point a to point b that is more of a real scramble as you would say in like fight lingo it's a It's we we would we would sort of improvise and and really have resistance and and try and fight each other to get to to that point. And, you know, I sort of uh, or not sort of I I really enjoy um, martial arts. I I, am Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is like one of my passions in life. And oh, very and also cool! Would like to train uh, Muay Thai, so uh, we would I would train a lot with the stunt guys that uh, we were, I was doing the scenes with. So we got really comfortable working with each other. So uh, then we felt like we could, you know, turn up the intensity in those scrambles uh, without hurting each other too much.
2: Coming up on Five Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. So, like all of the fighting in this that's all you for for this movie. yeah, uh, yeah.
1: There, I mean there, there are a couple of um uh there are a couple of moments here and there mm-hmm. that that were outsourced uh, there was one uh landing on the head that that you know that I was sure. very happy to hand that one over <laughs> yeah that was supposed to happen but uh yeah he, he landed on his head uh and um but yeah there was a big Yoko through uh, uh through one of my doubles uh <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> and and did all the work in the in the car? Is that you as well, or did you have a stunt no, driver so, for that? So, no, no, no. So 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 Jeff did uh, is one of the best the stunt drivers in the world. A, a lot of that was I I did I did a bunch of the driving, but you know uh, you know he's a world class drifter and just. Uh, uh, you know, he 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 made, he made it shine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I trained a bunch of of driving just to kind of yeah. to be able to do moments that tie into his work and yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, the way that you work together, even if you have a double and you're working together, even if I end up doing the stunt on film, you know, you're you're working with them and it's a coaching process and uh, you know they're there with you the whole time. It's we're all like it's it's a it's a tight tight knitted team that that does it and uh, and you can't do it without them. Yeah, and it, you know, it all looks incredible. Was there any
2: piece of any of the fights or any of the other stunts that you were doing for this movie that you, it was really difficult for you to learn that when you saw the movie back you were like did a little fist pump like hell yeah,
1: we got it. <laughs> well, I was happy to do, you know, uh, cuz it, it one of the other things that that um you know, was our intention going into to to preparing for this film was that i was you know we were training me to do the ugly stunts you know even doing falls and and these kind of things so you know i did a stair fall in in the movie and and those are things that you know the actor would never do even if it's an actor that does a lot of 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 action and 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 does a lot of stunts so yeah it was I want to, you know, we, I had one scene where, you know, Yoko lifts me up above his shoulders and slams me into the ground. Uh, you know, it, those those are usually moments where you have the stunt guy do it. But um, but we wanted, it was also the way that John wanted to shoot the film. You know, he wanted to shoot the action in, in a really mild modern way where it's not cut up you know bad tv action is you know there's a, l- a lot of cuts all the time you don't really understand what's happening and the more modern way of shooting action and fights is actually to lean back and and to watch it in a wider frame where you see the whole sequence and you and you see a longer sequence without cuts and and when you do that of course the actor has to do uh the absolute majority of 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 the action because it's it's when you cut that you can switch between the actor and the stuntman we are coming up on the end of our time together
2: um before we get to that point. I wanted to ask what was your favorite
1: scene in this movie to shoot I mean you know there's one I have one favorite in the action side and one favorite in the drama side I think my, my favorite in the action yeah. side is definitely the stair sequence uh I'm 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 really uh really stoked about that I, I feel like uh I want to you know stick my head out and say that 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 has its place in in action history um I thought that was a, a really cool sequence um and it was heavy it was, it was a couple of a few rough days both rehearsing and uh <laughs> and shooting that I can imagine <laughs> yeah. yeah it was uh that, that was a tough one and then uh the other sequence would be the, the walking into the sun's bedroom uh for the first time and this sort of flashback yeah. moment um That I thought that was a powerful, powerful scene.
2: It is. That's one of the things that I love about this movie. It really has that strong balance between the action, but then the emotion for the characters underneath it. And I love that this movie looks at this character and doesn't see
1: his quest for
2: vengeance as like pure and
1: good. It's 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 a it's a high octane, fast paced Mm -hmm. action movie. You know, but but at the center of it, it's an absolute tragedy for this character because he goes down this wrong path this path of of vengeance and and it it causes him to lose his humanity yeah but you thankfully are still with us and
2: don't seem to have lost any of your humanity (laughs) so joel thank you so much for for talking with us today thank you for your work on the film and what can we see you, you in
1: next uh well season four of for all mankind has just started streaming on apple yep. tv and uh and then i have another movie coming out of paramount uh first quarter next year looking forward to it Joel. thanks again hey, man hey daniel really real pleasure to talk to you thanks
0: hey everyone thank you so much for listening to dan bear's interview with the star from the new film silent night joel kiddman here on the next best picture podcast Silent Night will be released theatrically by Lionsgate on December 1st. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you all so much for listening as always, and we will see you all next time.